Hi friends, welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast about marriage, divorce, and the crazy adventures of co-parenting with your hosts, April and Lauren. Join us each week as the wife and former wife of the same man discuss a topic straight from their personal experiences of what it takes to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively co-parenting six children. Welcome to our bonus episode. Yay! So with the world in disarray over the pandemic that is the coronavirus, we thought it only right that we do our part in providing our listeners with our views on co-parenting during this crisis. Oh, yes. So each day situations arise when attempting to co-parent with an ex. This is especially true when the ones doing the co-parenting don't necessarily have a cohesive relationship which we can tell you all about because we've been there. Experts. Experts have the t-shirt. Over the past week, extreme precautions have been suggested. Schools have been canceled. Businesses have been closing. Quarantines have been enacted. Curfews enforced. And people are literally losing their minds, Mm -hmm. especially the parents that are stuck at home with the kids. Yes, for the next two weeks. During quarantine. Mm -hmm. In an already tense time, Why would we want to complicate things further by adding undue stress? Because hurt, because anger, because bitter, because jealousy, because let's get even, the list goes on and on. We've said this so many times before. Divorce is ugly. Child custody is ugly, but it doesn't have to be. We tend to complicate things because we want to, not necessarily because we need to. I know that was Mm. the case for us a lot of times. Yes, very much so. Before we get going on a topic that we've saved for another day, let's discuss the situation at hand. Coronavirus. It's Corona time. <laughs> and what better with the Corona than a little wine? A little wine. I mean, come on. Now, we're not making light of it, but we do tend to laugh at things. We have to. We do, especially when they're uncomfortable because this that's is what we do. This is <gasps> too. I mean, it's too like much. Like it's not too to. serious right now. The world is just too much, yes. and we got to do what we can to keep our sanity. But we've heard this question asked so many times this week. Should we stick to our normal parenting plan with the exception of the coronavirus? Or my ex wants to keep our children longer because they're out of school for two weeks. Should I let him or her? We've even heard, what's everyone else doing in regards to custody agreements during the coronavirus scare? Ooh, I'd want to know what other people's... I'd, I am interested, but here's the thing. First of all, why are we asking Karen what she did? (laughs) Karen has no business deciding what's best for your child. You know who does. You and mom or dad. Yeah. The parents, the people that created that child. That's who needs to be making the decisions on where a child goes and who the child stays with. We understand that all situations are different. So at the end of the day, you've got to do what's best for you and what's in the best interest of your children or child. Before we delve any deeper into this topic, we do want to remind our listeners that we are not judges, attorneys, therapists, doctors, lawyers. I mean, I'm pretty sure that we probably have the credentials to be. We probably do. We probably do. Life experience, if that counts, then we're in there. Call me April EMD. (laughs) What does that even mean? MD. MD. EMD. PhD. What is an EMD? I don't even know. I don't know. But I probably have it, too. Um... It's extremely important that if you already have a court order in place that you follow that order until your attorney or a judge tells you otherwise. 
That being said, if you and your ex can be adults about the situation and can agree on an alternate arrangement, given the current circumstances, just make sure you're both in agreement and it's in writing. It varies from what your court order says, especially you need it in writing. If you guys aren't on the best of terms, then don't you think that would oh, be yeah. the best for the situation? It's the safest way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, just sure. to keep everybody in the clear. First and foremost, the less back and forth and shuffling you have to do with your children during this time, the better. Absolutely, yeah. And I know every time I, like, get a bee in my bonnet and want to talk about a situation, I do have to remember that not everybody is as fortunate as us. Mm -hmm. We live across the street from each other, so any time there's any kind of craziness going on, I mean, we, this, I don't know if you feel this way, but this situation has reminded me so much of the hurricanes. It has, but if you remember, for us... It was one of those times that we came together with our co-parenting. We did the opposite. We did not fight. Because we, throughout our co-parenting situation, we've been through two very serious and scary hurricanes. Yeah. One of them where we were evacuated from our homes for close to a month. Yeah. Yeah. So even then, we weren't on good terms, but we put all of our differences aside and said, here's what's best for the children. That's what we're going to do. And the second one, we actually spent our hurricane party together. We did. Which was really fun I stayed with you guys. Yeah. (laughs) So we know that all people aren't going to be like us. But what we're trying to get across is maybe just have some leniency during this time. Here's what I think. Take advantage of the extra time you have with your children. Don't be selfish. Your child has two parents, and both of you should be able to enjoy the additional time. I would say equally. Yes, you should be equally miserable with your children at home <laughs> for this quarantine. That is the only <laughs> fair way to do it. <laughs> hey, if I'm going down, you're going down with you're me. You're going down with me. <laughs> but there's, I mean, during this, there's special circumstances on anything. I mean, if the kids were, I remember a few years ago there was an earthquake in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And a school, like, like, got demolished. I mean, it was, I don't remember if the hurricane, I'm sorry, if the, I was about to say volcano and that's wow. not it too. One of those natural disasters. Earthquake. I don't know if the earthquake actually demolished the school or if it just unsettled the foundation so much so that it had to be condemned. But think about a situation like that if there was a custody agreement in effect and that child was out of school. Maybe it would change things, you know? Yeah. And the parent that isn't the majority parent or the full-time parent, they should be able to take advantage of those things. Think about this way. If... You were to have moved away and not moved back. And John being in the military, Mm -hmm. he didn't have anything other than an every other weekend or two weeks out of the summer type of visitation schedule. Because that's what a lot of, unfortunately, what a lot of families deal with, even today, which is so crazy. Because with both of you and I coming from broken families and blended families as children, I remember, like, it was every other weekend. Yeah, that's how I grew up. And I remember my dad even fighting Mm -hmm. with my mom about it because she pretty much just made the rules and that's how it was. And nowadays, it just seems like it can just be different. It can be. I want to campaign for that. Absolutely, it can be. I just feel like, and this is, like I said, a topic that I want us to discuss further another time, but that parents be able to share the children. When you were married or in love or however you created that child there was love involved try to focus on that try to remember that remember that one time you did love 
that man or that woman that gave you that child. And even if you didn't, you have to have some kind of love for them mm-hmm. and respect knowing that without that other person, you wouldn't be a parent. Yeah, it's true. And I know you say that a lot of times, and we've had to remind John of that in his <laughs> worst days. But if there's one parent that doesn't normally get as much time with the child due to their work schedule or the school schedule, say you don't live in the same state, allow that parent some extra time. I would say this is almost like a good opportunity to, to have this as a maybe a trial run. Yeah, that, that freedom of, Good idea. of a different arrangement. You've got two weeks. Some schools and other places have 30 days, and a lot of people are out of work. Take this time. Do a little trial run and see what see what you like. See if it works for you guys. I've seen a lot of people, and I think you and I, and John, of course, but he's not here, so we won't talk about him. But we went through this when we were trying to decide which kind of parenting plan we wanted to go off of. And there's so many out there. There are. I really think you can create your own. You can. But I think the more popular ones are the 50-50, the every other weekend, and the some parents do the two days, the three two, days, two, three. Two, yeah, and which is so we ridiculous. Did not. I remember they broached us with that the two, two, three very, very early on, and we both looked at each other and were like, "No, no, that seems like so much back and for forth." For somebody that likes to plan, that is the worst. I thing just to no, me, I mean, no. I'm not knocking. If it's working for you, and hey, I know, good I know for some you. parents that do the fifty fifty like we do, and they do a two week and two week, mm-hmm. and which, we did that. We've we've tried that too. I do like the one week and one week. I do too. It works really well for us and we don't really have a strict strict schedule we've yeah. kind of loosely said you know four o'clock drop offs and pickups but that's just to give yourself a time frame of some yeah. sort and the kids really it's really you're scheduling yourself to get into a routine for the children because that's really what's the most important is their routine and their schedule and trying to minimize any stresses on them right or it, it, it makes parenting harder you're making it harder for yourself I agree. When you complicate things with your exchanges and your drop-offs and your times, you're just complicating it for yourself as a parent. Make yeah. your life a little easier. Heck yeah. That's what I say. I mean, I take it now as a gift that I get 50-50 because I get a break. Can I say this yes. to you? Because remember there was a time, and I can say this about You've myself. you said this. But there yeah. was a time that you didn't want to do 50-50, that yes. John didn't want to do 50-50. It was one person needed it over the other right tell that person listening that used to be you why you changed your mind because I didn't realize how much anxiety I really had as a mom and how much of a gift it really is now having days off and when I say days off I'm still a mom right it doesn't make me less of a mom and for me I still see my kids every day yes (laughs) they just don't stay at my house right that's really it and it's a nice break because I get to have a life And I think one of the most wonderful things, I love it the most anyways, is I don't have to plan my mom weeks around any sort of activity where I'm going to have to hire a babysitter. Oh, yeah. Or pay someone to pick my kids up or, you know, if I want to do something. I just wait and schedule those things on my off mom weeks, and it's easy. It's very stress-free for me. I'll add to that in saying that. When you marry a man or a woman that already has children, or if you both come into the marriage with children, you don't get to enjoy that new marriage, single couple kind of reality. You're thrown into being parents. Yeah. And all the chaos that comes along with it. While it is amazing, and I love being a mom, and I love that John is a dad, 
I do enjoy the times that we get a break so that we can focus on our marriage because it's important too. So that's another reason why. And I don't, um, you know, when you are a mom and you choose to do something on your mom time, hire a babysitter to go to a movie or go on a date, you have mother's guilt. I know I do. Mm -hmm. When I'm doing them on those times that it's not allotted to me, you know, when it's John's week with them, I don't have mother's guilt for doing those free things because it's like, they're with a parent. They're with their parents <laughs> that they're supposed to be with anyways. Right. So I can do this guilt-free, worry-free, anxiety-free, and it's, I don't know, I, I love it. And free of paying someone to watch your yeah. children. So yeah. there's the first thing. There you go. <laughs> Why would we pay it when we have 10,000 people in our village that would do it for free 99? Mm-hmm. <gasps> there are some cases that there's not a 50-50 arrangement in place. There always tends to be a less active parent, not by choice, but that's just how the cookie crumbled. Offer that parent the additional time. Yeah. Another instance that, especially with, you know, the sickness, which is what we're discussing. If you live in a multifamily home, sometimes divorce puts a financial strain on you. We get it. We've both been there. You have to move in with your parents or your grandparents. There are other small children in the mix. Your ex may have a different situation where... There are family members in that home that are less susceptible to the virus. Allow that parent to keep the children a little longer. Yeah, why not? Why not? Again, paying someone to nanny your children or whatever while you're at work, if your other half or ex-other half has the ability to reach out to them, use them as your partner and your helping hand. That's what co-parenting is. Co-parenting is a, that is a, most perfect thing you've ever said it's a partnership it is it's you're still you two working together to raise your children even though you aren't married that doesn't mean that you stop being parents it doesn't there's times where even on my non-mom weeks I need to reach out to John for help right and, and he does like I, I I know that I have that security that if it's whether I have the boys or I don't have the boys I've got a partner in this mm-hmm. for when something goes down and it's a huge stress reliever to me. It makes my life easier. And maybe that's a little selfish of me. But if there's anything that you can do to relieve some stress and make motherhood a little bit easier or fatherhood a little bit easier, maybe do it. I Absolutely. advise you to do it. Just do it. Swallow the pill pride of... Parenting's hard. Yeah, it is. It really sometimes, it just absolutely stinks. So make it easier for yourself. Yeah, there's whatever nothing wrong with that. you can do to lessen your burden, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying children are a burden, but the burden of having so much on your plate, yeah, life, the weight of the world on your shoulders, do whatever it really? takes. I completely agree. If you're pregnant, you've got a weakened immune system, have your ex keep the children a little longer. What's it going to hurt? Yeah. Nothing. You're going to get a recharge. You're going to get a nap. You're going to get a rest. Do all the things that you don't ordinarily get to do. Yeah, let lay me on tell the you. Cou- I don't get to lay on the couch and watch TV very often because Same. I'm going 24-7. This week, I promised myself I'm going to at least lay for two hours and not move. Yeah. <laughs> so John and I, because I had asked him, what, maybe it was Sunday when he dropped the boys off. I said, listen, you know, how are we going to do this? What, what do you, what do you, do you have to work? Because I'm still having to work. And he said, you know, I think right now the best thing is, you know, I'll take leave some days, you can take leave others, Mm -hmm. and we'll just rotate it like that. Yeah. So even though this is my week with the boys, and I have taken leave certain days, if I need to go back in, I know that John can take leave, and I told him, same for next week. If you have to go in on days that you want to take leave for, I'll take off. We're just going to have to balance it. And we live, you know, we live six houses, seven houses down, so if he needs it at the last minute, 
and I know this is taboo to some people because it's just such a difficult thing to wrap your head around. Utilize your step parents. Yay! Oh, great point. I mean, <laughs> here we are. Lauren and I are not only are we friends, but we're co-parents together. We always lean on each other we for do. everything. Mm-hmm. And we've said this before. John sometimes even isn't in our co-parenting relationship. We co-parent. It's Lauren and I that do it. If you have, I've seen, because of course I've paid attention to all the posts that mm-hmm. we were in these groups for moms and stepmoms and blended families and all that. They have a stepmom that's sitting at home because she's fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home mom or just not even a stay-at-home mom, just a stay-at-home person. Why would you not just allow that woman to have your children? Just to help. To help out. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't fortunate like we are that our companies will allow us to have an alternate schedule or a work-from-home schedule or just be downright closed. Yeah. They have to go to work. Why are you going to stress that about where your kids are going to be? There's a stepmom sitting there just waiting, waiting to be needed and wanted and used. There you go. Perfect. How about it? Here you go, stepmom. But you know something that I've seen today that really just hurt my feelings? And again, I'm not here to judge any families. I don't know what everybody's been through. I know that we can say we've probably in combination of all of our experiences with this and our previous experiences and our childhood experiences, we've pretty much been there, done that, and seen it all with Mm co-parenting. I have seen stepmoms say some of the nastiest, most disgusting things during all this. There's an epidemic going on in the world. People are scared. They're stressed. Anxiety is through the roof, Mm -hmm. and you have these people saying, oh my goodness, I can't believe that my stepkids are going to have to be here for two whole weeks. This is so stupid. Why can't their mom keep them, or why can't their dad keep them? Really? I'm sad. I'm sorry, but I can't wrap my head around it whatsoever. I know that from experience, I am a stepmother. I am a mother as well. I love children. I love all of them. My own children get on my nerves. Absolutely. My stepchildren get on my nerves some days. Everybody, I get on my own nerves some days, okay? But I would never in a million years say that I wish my stepkids weren't in my life or a part of my husband's life. I know that we don't know as stepparents what, heck, as parents, you don't know what you're getting into. You don't. When you You become a parent. But as a stepparent, you don't always know what you're getting into. You don't know what the situation is going to be like as a step-parent or, or in your blended family. But you did know that in most situations, you didn't know this, but so in my, in my situation, I knew that John was a parent. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when you marry a man, most of the time, you know he's a parent, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Why is it all of a sudden a shock that you're going to have to have his children? I don't know. That doesn't, I it, I can't wrap my mind around that. You're dating someone I now am. with children. Yes. Would those words ever even come out of your mouth? Not in a thousand years. Like, I can't even, I can't even wrap my mind around something like that even being And thought. I guess I, maybe it's just situational, like I said. Or maybe it just each person is different. I don't know. I, I've always been the type, and I know you're this way. We like to help 
any way we can, anybody. So people that aren't even my kids, if they need help during this time, bring them out. I mean, what's one more? What's Heck, one more? there's 20 of them roaming around here. So if you add one more, I'm not even going to know they're here. No. Quite frankly, until I start making nuggets and then all bets are off. But I, I that is just something that rubbed me so, so wrong today. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I mean, as someone that I, I have the potential of being a step-parent someday, and I have three children of my own, they're going to be a part of the, my little group just like anything else. And I realize that there are going to be times where it may not be one of my mom weeks, and I have to take in children, you know, that are his. What is that? What, how is that any different than John calling me and saying, hey, I need you to come grab your boys this week? To me, it's not different to it's us. It's the same. It's not. It really, and I know, like I've said, I'll say this 200 more times, that everybody's situation varies. But at the end of the day, you are a family. Well, yeah, and it goes You're beyond. blending your families together. I just think about it coming from the role of a, of a woman and a mom, even if it wasn't my stepchildren or my own children, it was one of my friends that said, hey, I need, I, I can't, I can't watch my kids for these two weeks. You know what? This is my village. This is what I signed up right. for. I'm going to love those kids regardless. I tried so hard to wrap my head around it today, reading all these things. And I even tried to put myself in a place of not being a mom, which is so hard because I feel like I've been a mom for a hundred years. But I feel like even if I wasn't a mom and I married a man that had children, I don't think that my feeling would be different than it is now. I don't know about that. I will, because I've sat and thought the same thing. Maybe I do have this mindset because I've got children. And so that's why it was very important to me to be with someone else that had children because they could understand and mm -hmm. relate. If I didn't have my own children and I, I married someone who had a relationship before and had kids, I think my little tinge of jealousy or maybe that's where this is coming from with certain women, is they're jealous of the children, maybe, and that can cause those type of thoughts, like, those aren't mine, but they are yours, because you're... They're a piece of you. You're married. I mean, essentially. You, they are. You know, and I know you, and I, too, You didn't marry just John. Oh, exactly. You married John and a bunch of kids and some ex-wives. Ex <laughs> like, some crazy things. You marry a lot. You don't just marry one person. You're marrying their entire everything, their world. That's what you're marrying into, or that's the relationship you're getting into. You don't get to pick and choose what you bring in. No. Sorry, you take it all. Yeah, it's all or, or nothing. Or don't say the vows. It's a package deal, yeah. and that's why it was so hard for me to wrap my head around this. I accept John and everything he has. He accepts me and everything I have. We are each other's biggest support system. We are each other's biggest fan. We're going to be there to get through all that life has to throw at us. And in in my situation, I'm going to do the same for you because you are so important to me, to this dynamic. You mothered three precious children that I love so much that I have the blessing and ability to watch and assist in their growth. And why would I not want to take advantage of any amount of time that I could and as a biological mother I can say I should and I am be so grateful that I have a woman who loves my children as much as I do so much so that she will sacrifice just as much as I would as their biological mother 
that means that I still want my Netflix day. But after that, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, that's true, though. And I think that comes with maturity, maybe. Yeah, I, I agree. You at first, you know, you're jealous and you're always, yes. not you, but women in general or men even sometimes. I know I felt this way before. I didn't want Jerry's new wife to have any time with my kids that I didn't get to have. And that's so silly. It is silly. And to think that you're, the really the only thing you're doing is keeping love from your child. Yeah. Don't do that. The more people that are going to love there's your child. so much nasty in this world. Mm-hmm. Especially right now, because there's a real nasty virus going around. Yep. Let them be loved. As much as possible. The more people, the better. The more, the merrier. That's what I say. Don't make your ex beg. Why? Yeah. I, I don't understand I don't that. understand that either. Don't attempt to maintain all control. Be a decent human. Be kind. Let that person, whether it be the mom or the dad, let them be a part of that child's life. I'll tell you this story from experience. My parents divorced when I was very young, and they did not get along whatsoever. It was volatile. It was miserable. And you know who it was most miserable on? My sister and I. We were forced, I think, at times to choose sides. And guess what? We missed out on a lot of time with our dad. And could most people make that up when you're adults? Yeah, except My dad was murdered three years ago, so I don't get that time back. There's no rewind. There's no redo. I was robbed of all that time with my dad because he and my mom couldn't get along, Mm -hmm. and he just chose to say, you know what, I don't want to have to deal with fighting with your mother, so I'm just going to go off and live my life, and when things settle down, then we'll get back together. And that sucks for a child. You can't get time back. You can't. And you don't also know how much time we have here. You don't know what will happen with your child. God no. forbid no. something happen to you or your children. You've just missed out I on that. Why? Every single day should be a day to spend time in your child's life. Reach out to the other parent. Just make it all right because tomorrow's never promised. And I, I get asked all the time, we talk about this, you know, Lauren, why do you do what you do? Or why, why do you stay here? Because it's not worth it to me to miss out on precious years of my child's life or for them to miss out having a relationship with their father. And he would say the exact mm-hmm. same thing. It's not worth it to us. These years are so short. In right. a snap of a finger, our kids are going to be graduating and moving out of the house. And then what? What, what, was, what was it all for? Do the things today. Because tomorrow is going to fly by. And maybe tomorrow is may not come. even come. But your job as a parent is to sacrifice things for your children. Always. It always will be. We, all of us, Jerry, Jessica, Roy, me, you, John, the person that you're going to marry, we're all, we have and we will continue to make sacrifices yes. for our children so yep. that they will have an amazing life so that their lives can be happier and better. And they're going to become parents someday and take those examples and they're going to do the exact same thing into being a parent. Or just take that advice and that model that we've given them to live by into their adult lives and just be good people. Yeah. Just be willing to work with somebody and say, you know what, I see this person struggling right now. Let me do something Mm -hmm. to give them a, a, a leg up in the world. There may be people that are parenting and co-parenting from Virginia and California. 
total different ends of the United States. Maybe you don't allow them, allow, like you should even have the ability to allow, but allow them to talk to the child or FaceTime the child. Let them FaceTime every five minutes if they want to. Yeah. Like, this, it, it's just such a crazy time. If you get nothing out of this podcast other than making sure that you try to do something to make the world a better place. There you go. In your co-parenting life, especially. Start make there. it better. Start there. Yeah, love it. All that being said, remember to keep your children out of any discussions you have. They should not be burdened with any adult situation. Our children, like we just said, they're little for a short time. Enjoy it. Allow them to enjoy it. Always, always, always remember, your children did not get a divorce. You did. Yep. They should not have to suffer any more than they already have. It's true. Don't forget to wash your hands. (laughs) And wear a mask. (laughs) That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about us, visit our website at www.wifestales.com. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're the first to know about all our upcoming events. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to tune in every Sunday for new episodes. We would love for you to subscribe and review our podcast. Always remember, with prayer, anything is possible.